Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Yay, I'm so glad you're here and I'm extra excited if you clicked on this episode intentionally, meaning it wasn't on, you know, like a playlist or you weren't just listening to podcasts and this was the next thing that came up. You intentionally said, I want to hear what Valerie has to say. I want to hear what I can do to really focus on attracting my soulmate in 2022. Or if you are listening in the future and it's past 2022, this is still going to be relevant. I like to give you timeless, timeless advice. That is always, always my goal. Things that you can take with you far beyond this episode, far beyond the moment of now. So if you are in the space where you're like 2022 is my year for love, you are in the right place. And it has been predicted that 2022 is going to be a year where a lot of partnership is formed. A lot of romantic relationships are developed, a lot of marriage, like this is a really good year for love. And you're probably feeling that too. And that's why you clicked play on this episode because you're like, okay, this is going to happen for me this year. I am ready for love. And for that, I am so excited for you. So in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the three things that you're going to want to focus on in order to attract your person, your dream partner this year. And don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to download 12 different dating apps, get a date on the calendar every single week. I'm not going to tell you things like that. This is actually going to be a lot deeper. And I really, really want you to listen to what I have to say. And before we dive in, I want to share with you a really exciting opportunity for you. If you are really wanting to take the work deep and really focus on your healing, really focus on learning how to feel in your power around dating, around attracting quality potential partners. And that is going to be inside of my fall in love three month soulmate attraction group coaching program. This is my signature program that I have been running since 2019. And I've supported dozens and dozens and dozens of women in attracting their dream relationship and doing it in a way where they're prioritizing their healing. They're deepening their self-love. They're really building up their confidence in partnership. They're really reframing and rewiring their mindset around love and what's possible. And they're learning how to date in a modern setting, right? In today's times. And they're really doing it with a sense of power and with a sense of boundaries and really owning their standards and dating. So if you want to be a part of this experience, we are going to be starting in January. This is a very intimate space. This is a very intimate group coaching program. I'm going to be in your corner for three months and you're going to be in an intimate small group with women who are on a similar journey. They're really wanting to do the inner work to attract their dream partner. So if that's you, if this sounds like something that is calling you, you can click the show notes to apply, or you can send me a message directly on Instagram. The reason I have you apply is because this is a pretty vulnerable, intimate space 
right? To heal, to talk about love, to really share and be open. And I want to make sure that every woman who steps in is someone who leads with integrity. They are committed to the journey and that they're going to show up like a sister for you because that's what you deserve. Okay. So let's dive in. So the three things that you want to focus on when it comes to calling in your dream partner in 2022, it's actually going to be more internal stuff, right? It is really easy to think from the logical brain of the more dates I go on, the more likely I am to meet someone. Dating is a numbers game. How many frogs do I have to kiss? Like that mindset is so outdated to me and it makes me cringe because I don't want you going on a hundred dates and 98 of them be trash. And then two of them be good. I truly believe that when you date from an aligned space, when you date from a clean, clear space that you will actually like, you'll actually go on less dates and the quality goes up. I don't want you focusing on quantity. I want you focusing on quality. And I've seen this for many clients. I have multiple clients who have gotten engaged. I have multiple clients who are in very serious relationships. And I can tell you from what I saw and by us working together, they didn't have to go on a million dates. They got themselves into such a deeply aligned space that it was like the second person or the very first match. I've had clients meet their person on vacation right? Where you can't plan these things. So here's what I want you to focus on. The first thing that you want to focus on this year to attract your person is you want to focus on your healing. Yay. Super fun, right? (laughs) Not the sexy thing you wanted to hear. You must focus on your healing because what you don't heal, you will repeat. What you don't heal will keep showing up for you. It's going to keep rearing its head. It's going to keep presenting itself. It's going to keep showing up in different people, in different circumstances, in different dynamics. You will be shown what needs to be healed the moment you start dating, the moment you get into a relationship. It's going to be there. So you want to focus on this now. And also, you know, maybe you will end up in a relationship without healing a certain piece, but it's going to pop up. Okay. It's going to pop up. And even if you do heal it, things pop up again, and there's always more, there's always another layer. So I truly believe that you attract what you are a match for, and I'm going to use my personal experience. So for me, I was single for three years in my late twenties. Okay. And you may be in your thirties, you may be in your forties and you're, you are not in partnership right now. And you're like, Oh yeah. Like in your late twenties. And that was my experience, you know, being in a situation where most of my friends and the people around me were not just in serious relationships. They were getting engaged. They were getting married. I was going to baby showers. Like it seemed like everyone had it figured out, but And I remember being a match for feeling very anxious in love. I had had multiple relationship with men who had very toxic tendencies. And I always, I was constantly in a state of anxiety, not feeling good enough, 
feeling like, oh my gosh, is he going to wake up and change his mind and break up with me and not want to be with me? Oh my gosh, what do I have to do to be good enough? What do I have to do to, for him to still like me? Should I, should I have worn something tighter? Like, is he still attracted to me? I would have those thoughts all the time. And so even if I was dating, even if I was in a relationship in the past, I had felt very, very anxious. And guess where a lot of this came from? A lot of this came from the way I was raised, the dynamic with my father, my father working very hard, being out of town a lot. And when he would work from home, it was like, don't disturb him. And the only thing worth taking him away from work was sports, me sharing an accomplishment, celebrating something. So from a very young age, I learned or, you know, I taught myself that, oh, in order to be loved, you have to be doing something. You have to have something like super worthy to share. You have to always be impressive. There's always got to be something right. And then you're worthy of love. So I didn't know this. Of course, this was unconscious to me. This was my programming running the show for many, many years until I went on this personal growth journey until I worked with the love coach myself and learned, oh my gosh, this is showing up everywhere. This shows up with my, the way I work. It shows up with having my own business. This shows up with dating. I used to have the mindset of, okay, what do I need to do? Who do I need to be to, for him to ask me out on a second date? Even if I wasn't interested in the guy, because my programming told me that I had to always be doing something and I had to always be showing that person that I'm worthy. That's not relaxing. <laughs> that's not sustainable, but that's what I was a match for because I hadn't healed it. So it's no coincidence that I worked on deeply healing that wound and I attracted a partner, my partner, Ryan, who we've been together at this point, at the time I'm recording this episode for over two and a half years in a committed relationship. We live together is very, very healthy. And I truly feel loved for who I am. I feel loved in my sweatpants without makeup. I feel loved when I'm in a weird, funky mood. I feel loved when I'm not in my power. I feel loved when I'm scared. I feel loved all the time. And I definitely feel like I can relax into this relationship. And I have, and I've let my walls down. And this is the power of healing. And it doesn't mean that we haven't had challenging times that I haven't been scared, but I focused on healing when I was single and it really allowed for me to not only attract a healthy partnership, but to really go deep and be able to have hard conversations. Yeah. That comes up a lot in healthy relationships, hard conversations, the kind that make you want to poop your pants the kind that are, are really like tough. So when you prioritize your healing, you're going to be able to handle all the things that come with the relationship, which also there is love and someone to watch Netflix on the couch with on a Friday night and someone to check out new restaurants with and double date with, and, you know, do all these amazing things with and cuddle with. And there's also that level of vulnerability and there's fear even in the most healthy relationship. So focusing on your healing now, is going to serve you in so many ways. And if you're like, well, what do I focus on? What do I heal? It's very easy. What is the thing that keeps you up at night? 
What is the thing that keeps showing up? What is the thing that tells you that, oh my gosh, I may never have what I want. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I'm good enough. That's what needs to be healed. And you can even ask the universe. You can say, Hey, please shed light on what needs to be healed and you will be shown. Trust me, trust me, trust me. Okay. So that's the very first, honestly, most important thing that I would focus on right now. The next thing is you want to focus on removing blocks that are coming up in your dating life, right? Or in your, when you think about love, when you think about attracting your dream relationship, like what also comes up. And this is a thing I've seen through working with as many clients as I have is that blocks are often subtle. We don't often walk around and go, I'm blocking myself. Oh, this thought I have is really blocking me. Oh, this pattern is blocking me. We're not consciously aware of that. And so I'm going to ask you some questions right now. And some things may come up for you where you may be like, oh, that's blocking me. Okay. So maybe you have a fear of rejection. Maybe you have a fear of fully putting yourself out there, like setting up a dating profile and like actually putting in effort into the pictures and your bio. Maybe you are scared to go on a date because you're so scared of what if he never wants to see me again? What if he doesn't want to date me? What if I like him and he doesn't like me back? What if I'm developing feelings and they're not feeling it? Fear of rejection is really real. So when we fear rejection, a lot of the time, it's very common to protect yourself, right? You try to avoid pain. That's what the brain does. So how can I avoid pain? Well, I'm, I'm not going to set up my profile all the way. I'm not going to like really put effort into taking new pictures, or I'm not going to actually say that I'm looking for a committed relationship, like no way. Right. Or maybe you'll hold back and put your walls up when you're dating, when you're on dates, when you have an opportunity to be vulnerable and let yourself be seen, maybe you're going to, you know, keep your walls up and not actually say what's on your heart, not be authentic because if they don't actually know who you are, if they don't actually get to see those parts of you then they can't reject you, then you're safe. Okay. So you may have a fear of rejection. Another block is that there is a belief of loss. Like you may actually associate your dream partnership with some type of loss. You may hold a belief that you're going to get cheated on, right? Maybe you have a fear of it, like, maybe it's not even a fear to meet somebody, but you're like, oh my gosh, I'm scared that they're going to cheat on me two years down the road. I'm scared that we're going to get married and then the, he's going to have an affair. I'm scared that we're going to like get to a really deep place and I'm going to be completely in love with him. And he's going to have seen everything that I have to offer. He's going to have seen me at all different phases and moods and stuff. And he's going to say, he doesn't want to be with me. So this is like 50 million layers deeper than rejection, right? It's that fear of loss. Like, what if I get it? And then I lose it. What if something happens? What if he walks away? What if we break up? Like, what if I have to go through heartbreak, not just a sting, like, oh, that stung that he rejected me, but it's like actual deep heartbreak. 
So if you're afraid of that, how likely are you to really put yourself out there or be dating people who actually want a long-term commitment? Maybe you've settled for guys who want to keep it casual, you know, F boys, maybe you've settled for emotionally unavailable men like I did for a long, long time. Okay. Because you have that fear. You may also have a block around feeling like another area of your life will suffer. If you attract your dream partner, if your dream partner comes into your life, like maybe you are at a really great place in your business. Maybe you're starting a business. Maybe you're wanting to get into real estate or you're wanting to get a certification or you're wanting to travel. You're wanting to do something. And you believe that a person coming into your life, your dream partner could actually take away from that. Like, oh, my business won't be as successful if I have a relationship or he might be jealous of my success. So I, I'm not going to actually be able to like blow the lid off of what I want to create or, well, I wouldn't be able to travel because, you know, who knows if he'll be okay with that, or I won't be able to see my friends as much. I won't have the freedom to do this. So you may associate it with something is going to suffer. Another area of my life is going to be taken away from, or I'm going to have to sacrifice something. So that could be blocking you. There's a million other things <laughs> that could be blocking you, but maybe some of these things got you to think, and you can really ask yourself, you know, am I, am I holding myself back? Am I keeping my walls up? Am I associating getting what I want with suffering sacrifice? Am I focused on what would happen if I lost it? So you want to clean this up, right? You want to clean this up. So I would really focus on clearing up these blocks so that you can feel really open and be dating from that clean, clear, aligned space. And the third thing I'll say is that the third thing you want to focus on, I wanted to say, this is the most important, but all these are important. You know, there's a lot I could say, and I wanted you to have the three things that are really important. So you want to learn to love yourself so deeply. Like that is what you actually want to be focusing on the most. It's not about how do I look or where can I go to meet someone? You know, where can I go where cute guys are? Like, it's not actually about that. It's about learning to love yourself on such a deep level that you are giving yourself the love that, you know, a dream partner will give you when the time is right. You want to focus on becoming so obsessed with your life. So in love with your life, really lean into all the opportunities, all the things that are in your reality right now that you can experience, like try the things, go to the workout classes that you're like, I've never done this type of workout, but this seems fun. Like if you feel called to dive into a course or do a certification program or travel somewhere, like do it, do it, do it. And trust that what is meant for you, your person can't miss you. You cannot live in the mindset of, well, you know, I may, if I, you know, am doing my certification or if I'm starting a business then I won't be able to meet somebody like it, I have to choose. That was never the case. You never, ever, ever had to choose. And unfortunately, if you believe that you have to choose, you will be in a situation where you will have to choose. You will attract someone who will make you choose, or you will choose like whatever. Right. So believe what you want. And I want you to focus on just becoming so obsessed with yourself in your life right now. 
like take yourself on dates, give yourself love, be patient with yourself, get intimate with yourself. Healing is the most intimate thing you could ever, ever do. Okay. Where you go with yourself is where you can go with a partner. And my guess is that, I mean, just the fact that you're listening to a podcast tells me a lot about you. And my guess is that you value growth. And so you want to attract a partner who also values growth and a huge part of growth comes from healing and letting go. It's the unsexy part. It's the part that people don't like to talk about because what do we love to see the milestones up and up and up the, I made this much money. And then the next year I made this much money. I left my job and I did this. I dropped out of school and I did this. Like we love seeing the up and up, but how do you think people got there? They have to do the healing work. And so if you are wanting to attract someone who values growth, who wants to grow, you get to be it yourself first. And you don't need to be perfect. You don't need to have it all figured out because if you're attracting someone who is committed to growth, what they know to be true about growth is that it's never done. It has no end. There is no end to growth. So you really want to make sure that your standard is that you're always growing, you're always healing, and you will attract someone who also has that standard of always healing, always growing. Give love to yourself. Focus on you. Last year I did a training. Um, it was like a five, I think it was a five-day challenge, and it was called the year of you. Right? Is that what it was called? It was called the year of you, something like that. And to me, it's like I wish we lived that way all the time of really loving yourself and focusing on you because you deserve it. So those are the three things. If you want to attract your dream partner, focus on your healing, focus on removing the things that are blocking you and learn to love yourself so freaking deeply in the process. Because here's the thing, you are always in the process of attracting what you desire. Like your person is already on their way. They're already coming. They're already on their way. Like it's already in motion. Every day that goes by is a day closer to them coming into your life. And there will be a day where you will be in this relationship and you are going to forget what it was ever like to not be in it. You're going to be like, wait, I was living life without you. I didn't like, there were times where I didn't have anyone to cuddle and now you're here. Like it's going to come, it's in motion and it's about really enjoying the process, enjoying the ride. So you want to live from the belief of it's coming, it's on its way. How can I enjoy this ride? How can I prepare by healing, by removing my blocks and by working on loving myself and being my own source of love and happiness. And it just might speed up the process of it coming into your life. If you will allow it to. So I hope you loved today's episode. Always feel free to send me a DM at the mindful babe on Instagram. Let me know what resonated. Let me know what you took away from this episode. And of course, if you are feeling called to join fall in love, you can either send me a DM or click the link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this episode at a time in the future past January, 2022, 
still send me a DM, still click on all the links. There's some good stuff for you. I have a bunch of ways that I can support you with whether it's learning to attract your dream partner, mindset, coaching. I mean, there's so many things. So always send me a DM. You never know what's possible. I love you so much. And I can't wait to see you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe. Thank you.